guys, welcome back to another Tokyo Munchies podcast. This is episode number 24. So, we keep on going. And we haven't had any replies back from Anki yet about the lack of music to use for the intros. So, I'm going to contact a few of my Muso friends, both here in Japan and abroad, and see if we can use some of their tunes as an intro. Oh, there goes the microwave. Fantastic. Love that in the background. So, yeah. I'm going to contact a few of my Muso friends and see if we can plug them and give them a push worldwide and use some of their tunes for our podcast intro and outro. It's going to be good value because we're going to be sharing the love everywhere. So we have this new format I've been talking about in the last podcast and we're going to change it again today a little bit more um, due to some feedback. Some of you good people out there have said that they want to actually hear more about Munchies earlier rather than at the end of it. So we'll start off with... We'll break it up. We'll do some Tokyo Munchies, and then we'll do Walking in My Garden with Kyle. And then we'll do some more Tokyo Munchies, and then we'll do the Japan News and Weather, and then some more Tokyo Munchies, and then shoutouts. So we'll try that format and see how that goes, and put in some obscene, rather strange commercial breaks in between, because we've been talking to a few other people about sponsorship on the Tokyo Munchies podcast, and... We're open to get sponsorship from different people. As long as it doesn't clash too much with our identity, it's okay. So, let's kick this podcast off today with the Tokyo Munchies. Alright guys, so right now it's Monday, but this podcast will be released on Wednesday, which is Wasabi Wednesday. And we like to kick Monday off with the Monday Munchies. And just jumping onto the shop right now, it's Monday and a lot of people complain about Monday, but I don't care. I don't get the Monday blues. I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit strange. Well, maybe is definitely not the word we should use there. Definitely, I am strange. Probably a better word there. So, the Monday munchies. Monday munchies, Tokyo munchies, munchie pack. The munchie pack is the, the creme de creme, our crowning jewel in the Tokyo munchies. It is... The Munchie Pack for a very good reason because it's 20 of Japan's most unique and most awesome snacks and candies, chocolate, and random stuff. So you get, like, what do we got here? I'm just gonna go back to that one, have a look at this picture. So you get Japanese chips, so you get like maybe a pack of Tired Habanero or something like that, or some Japanese Cheetos or some really unique Japanese chips. We always put in two to three. Two to three DIY kits, so you can experience making DIY Japanese candy. We pack it full of gummy candy, so you get all to experience all the unique Japanese gummy candy. We put in chocolate stuff like what we've got there, Mickey Pucha, and we've got some Pokemon Pori Pori Kitty Kitty. Um, you get chocolate wafers, you get black thunders, uh, you get Omai balls, giant clip balls, you get Pucci, and Every now and then we throw in a random gashapon or a gacha gacha. Gacha gacha or gashapon is a little vending machine things you see here in Tokyo or in Japan where you put in a couple of dollars or a couple of hundred yen, crank the little handle, you get a little capsule, and in the little capsule is a cool little toy. So we throw in one of those randomly, not in every one, but randomly. Also we throw in some unique Japanese Kit Kats randomly as well. So it depends on what Kit Kat is available at the time, we'll throw that in as well. So that's our creme de creme, as I said, that's our crown jewel, the Tokyo Munchies Munchie Pack. It's a $29.99 US, plus I think $19.99 shipping. But the what separates us from the rest of the sheep 
is the Munchie Pack is all killer, no filler. I know some other companies, they sell packs on eBay and Amazon, and I know what they're selling. I know, I know how much they're paying for it, and they're just giving you guys the cheapest stuff they can possibly find and getting the maximum profit margin, and I don't do that. I care about you. I don't care about making money out of this. I care about sharing my love with Japan and with Japanese candy, snacks, and chocolate with the world. So I want you guys to have a good experience the first time. So the Munchie Pack is the go-to if you want 20 of the best and none of the rest. That's number one on my shop, as always. Next up, if you don't, if you can't afford that one, that's okay. It's not a problem. We've got the Medium Munchie Pack. So it's just a little bit smaller. You get 10 to 13 different Japanese snacks. The Medium Munchie Pack is mainly snack focused. There's not much candy in there. Every now and then I'll mix it up and I'll put some candy in there, but it's mainly just snacks. But recently we had a really cool deal. So the Medium Munchie Packs actually, we can actually hook you up with a DIY kit. So you get a heap of really rad Japanese snacks. I'll chuck in some candy to mix it up. Plus you get a DIY kit. So it just it makes it so much better. And that's only $9.99. So, and I think it's only $5 for shipping. So if you if you don't want to spend that much money on the, the Munchie Pack, the massive Munchie Pack, yeah, drop it down a bit, try a medium Munchie Pack. And we'll go back to the mainframe here. And the next one is the mini Munchie Pack. Now this one is what it is. It's only five, uh, it's six little snacks. In a nice little pack. Um, we'll give you a free gift too, so you basically get seven. You get seven tastes of Japanese snacks. It's $9.99, the same price as the medium munchie pack, but it's free shipping worldwide. So it ships everywhere worldwide. That's the mini munchie pack. Again, that's mainly snack focused. I will chuck in some candy in there just to mix it up a little bit or something interesting for you. That is what we're looking at today on the Monday munchies. Even though this podcast was released on Wednesday, this is still the Monday Munchies here in Japan. We're a few days behind you guys. Also, as an extra gift for you guys out there, if you're a first-time user or if you're a multiple user of Tokyo Munchies, our special gift to you is our welcome code, our discount code. You can use this at the checkout. The discount code is YOKOSO. So I'll spell it out for you. That's all capital letters. Y-O-K-O. O-S-O Yokoso 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 means welcome in Japanese Yokoso It means welcome, that's the discount code So after you've been on the website Oh, we've got some people on there now, hello After you've been on the website and had a look at the munchies yeah, Swing by it when, when you chose when you got what you want You've chosen what you want, you go to the checkout Enter your details And at the checkout and there should be a little box there uh, enter discount code, enter YOKOSO, Y-O-K-O-S-O, in all capitals, and you'll get 10% off any order over $20. So, that's the start of this episode today at Tokyo Munchies, and I think it's time for a commercial break. We'll be back after this message. G'day guys, this is uh, Pete from Pete's Potato Plantations down here in Australia, the land down under. Um, yeah, I'd just like to say a big shout out to Tokyo Munchies. Uh, we just started sponsoring these guys, they're a, they're a cracker group of lads. 
Uh, we saw last year about the potato crisis, the Japan potato crisis, and we took interest in that because we want to make sure that you guys up there in the Northern Hemisphere have a steady supply of spuds. Spuds is what we call potatoes down here in Oz. Yeah, so this is Pete's Potato Plantation, proudly sponsoring the Tokyo Munchies podcast. Have a good listen, guys, and head over to their shop. Uh, I think it's called tokyomunchies.tiktail.com. Head over there, grab yourself some Japanese candy, say g'day Kyle and his wife Kiniko and the family, and tell them that Pete from Pete's Potato Plantations sent you. Have a crack of a day, guys, and get some spuds up ya. Cheers. <laughs> What's that? No. No, I think the blue looks good on you. It brings out the veins in your eyes. No. Truly. That's what it does. It's, it's, it's very slimming. Very slimming. Oh. So we're back. Nah, I don't believe you. Really? Let me check. I don't think so, though. Oh, shit. Yep, sorry, guys. And you're welcome back to Tokyo Munchies after that special commercial there from Pete's Potato Plantation down under. Thank you, Pete, for your sponsorship, mate. It's much appreciated. Um, yeah, so guys, we're back, and it's time for Walking in My Garden with Kyle. So, we've had a bit of an upgrade in the garden. It's a bit special. I'm a bit excited, as you can hear from my voice. I'm not sure if I'm more excited about the cars idling right next to my gate, where it's going to affect my audio, but I don't really care, because we have a typhoon coming. It's going to make it more windy. It's going to blow out this audio anyway. So, back to Walking in My Garden with Kyle. We'll start over here at the gate. As I said, that annoying guy on his car... So over here at the Spud Garden, Spud's looking nice. Thank you, Pete, for your concern down there in Australia at Pete's Potato Plantations. Um, I think I've got a bountiful supply to get me through to winter. It's looking all good. Um, I did some research on the potato tomatoes, and yeah, they're not actually potato tomatoes. They're actually the real, the true to God, the real fruit from potato plant. It's actually a seed pod. So. I did a little bit more research on them. If you get these little green guys that look like a little green tomato, mash them up, put them in a cup of water, let the seeds settle to the bottom, then skim off the stuff, drain out the stuff, let the seeds dry, you can actually plant them and grow potatoes. And the other interesting thing was, they won't grow the same species of potato that you planted initially. They'll grow a different species or a different genus, which is pretty cool. So, also I learned that these are... They're, they will make you sick if you try to eat them. I'm not going to try to eat them because I know that now, but I've got kids here that are running around my garden and they might pick it thinking it's a green tomato and try to eat it. So I might harvest these guys and put them in a safe place. See if they will ripen up and turn red. I'll slice them open, take some photos for you guys, share it on our Instagram, on our Twitter, on our Facebook so you can have a good look at what a potato tomato looks like, a potato berry. So that's Potato Garden. All my shallots have been killed by the recent typhoon. Got to plant some more of those. Uh, Pachoy is doing nice over there. Got some new lettuce growing over there. Swing by over here. Turnips are still doing nothing. Yeah, there's a fern in the garden over there with his mates, the weeds. Hello, Mr. Fern. Hello. Having fun over there? It looks like it. Anyway, as I mentioned, we had a special upgrade here at Tokyo Munchies. Done. Came into a bit of cash. Probably splash out in a new addition in the 3x3 garden. Huge, huge bunny measure, any shape or form. And we got ourselves a pool. And I'm uh, I'm getting in that pool right now. Oh, that's lovely. So this is walking in my garden with Kyle. But it's actually, we're changing that now to sitting in my pool in my garden with Kyle. Uh, life's hard, eh? Sitting out here in the backyard, talking to you good people. 
about my garden, about Tokyo. And yeah, sitting in the pool, drinking a little bit of whiskey. I actually will edit that for the kids. We're not drinking whiskey, we're drinking um, some soft drink called Frisky. But yeah, it's pretty bloody nice uh, temperature. We'll do we'll do it off the cuff Tokyo weather for you today. We'll do it off the cuff while I'm here in the pool having a splash. Uh, temperature is around about 35, 36 degrees. It's getting a bit tropical out here. Good for growing fungi in the sunroom or mushrooms. Probably I'll get a shiitake mushroom garden happening in the sunroom. Shiitake mushrooms, if you know anything about Japanese food, shiitake mushrooms are the big brown guys. Um, best way to eat shiitake mushrooms, well, my opinion, barbecue them on a barbecue, obviously. Pour on a little bit of soy sauce and add a little slice of butter. You can put a little bit of salt on it if you want, but yeah, shiitake mushroom on the barbecue, bit of, barbecue, bit of soy sauce, bit of butter, crack open the Asahi Super Dry. Asahi Super Dry, Karaguchi. That was not a commercial for Asahi Super Dry. Crack open a cold can of Asahi Super Dry beer. Eat your shiitake mushrooms straight from the plate and enjoy that cold beer. So I'll have a chat to the wife, see if we can get a shiitake mushroom garden happening in the sunroom. I'm not sure if she'll be down with that. She doesn't appreciate many of my ideas. But yeah, that's pretty much it for walking in the garden with Kyle. Got this pool set up here. Um, yeah, just to just to put that into perspective for you guys, <clears throat> my garden, as I've mentioned to you, is three meters by three meters squared. My pool is 152 centimeters by 25 centimeters deep. Uh, it's a kiddie pool. Uh, written on the side of the packet, Kidori, Kidzu, Kidzu Pool, PGR 152, whatever that means. So a parent's guidance recommended, I think, for 152 centimeter children. So, splashing out, spending the big dough here at Tokyo Munchies because that's what we gotta do. That's what we gotta do, we gotta put a pool in because it's summer. That's pretty much wrapping up. Oh, actually, sorry guys, we were talking about the Tokyo weather. Yeah, uh, Tokyo weather, it was 33 to 36, stinking hot, it's cloudy, there's some cumulus nimbus floating around up there, it's looking really pretty. Skies are a nice light blue, or you could call it a cyan, I'm not sure. Um, precipitation is approximately at 30%. Um, you may have seen in the media, we have apparently, allegedly, maybe, it could be fear-mongering, but there is apparently a super typhoon lingering out there, down the south of the Sea of Japan, down near Okinawa somewhere, down near Taiwan, Okinawa area. Apparently going to come up here, clip the Ryukyu Islands in Okinawa, maybe head up the coast of Tokyo. So precipitation for tomorrow is forecast at, I think, 60 to 100%. We'll find out about that when it's tomorrow, because today's Tuesday. Anyway, so I think it's about time to wrap up walking in the garden, walking in my garden with Kyle sitting in the pool, and we'll go to some Japanese news, but I think we need to break this up with a transition. So that was a frisky transition there, and we're into the next part of the Tokyo Munchies podcast. We are going to look at the Japan news. I just wanted to take this opportunity to give a big shout out to our good friends, the Critical Thinking Podcast, thinking shit through one thing at a time. Love those guys, they're always good value, always chatting with them. But 
that's not really not really related to the Japanese news. So let's get back to the Japan news. Top stories number three. You probably would have all heard about this by now, and it's terrible. It's Japan seems to be prone to a lot of natural disasters, but that's a little bit of a bias thing to say. Every country has its own fair share of natural disasters. I think I'm maybe more attuned to it, obviously, because I'm living here, and it's probably going to impact on my life a lot more. But yeah, top story number one is no surprise: the massive flooding in the southern part of Japan, the Okayama area, Okayama Prefecture. Um, yeah, uh, right here though, Prime Minister Shizno Abe has cancelled a four-country foreign trip as the death toll from the flooding landslides continues to climb. <coughs> Pardon me. <clears throat> um, yeah, there you go. Clearing your voice on your podcast, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, the death tolls reached 114, apparently. This is from our friends over at the aljazeera.com news. So I've been seeing different death tolls throughout their reporting on this. So I'm not 100% sure on what's accurate right now. But it looks like 114 people have died. If you've seen any of the pictures of this, guys, it's pretty crazy. It's an, it's not impressive. It's scary, actually. Like this torrential flooding brought on by the approaching super typhoon just pretty much wiped out this whole town. Well, not the whole town, but... Oh, well, yeah, it looks like it. It's pretty nasty. It's scary. A lot of people died, and there's still lots of people missing. So that was from Ali G, Ali, Ali Jazza.com's news. We go over to the Japan news. I trust these guys a bit more because this is Japan. It's the Japan news. And obviously, it's going to be the same title, same topic. Deadliest rainfall in 35 years kills 110 people. Dozens remain missing. And yeah, guys, as I said just before, if you get a chance to look at these pictures, it's horrific. It is terrifying. It's a, it's scary. You can imagine like a half a mountain or half a hill just taking out your house. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this seems to be a pretty common occurrence around this time of the year. I think if you guys remember last year, if you follow Japanese news or anything Japan related, this happened, I think, in a similar area or down near Kushu or somewhere. But yeah, there's a little bit doom and gloom. <coughs> Funny. And on that note, I'm actually going to try to reach out to the Japan Red Cross or any other agencies which are associated in helping these people get back on their feet. Um, I'm going to donate. You know, I'm going to donate 50% of all sales to the Japan Red Cross or to an agency that's directly associated in helping these people get back to a normal life. So. Help me guys help these people, because it's all about helping people. Because you, you can help yourself to some Japanese candy, and you know in your heart that you're actually helping some poor people and some families get a roof back over their head or get back to a normal life. Um, if you do, I'll shout you out in my podcast too, and I'll put you up on my Instagram and my Twitter and give you a bit of hero status for being a decent person and helping out people in need. I know we all come from different countries and we all have people in need in our own home countries, but it every little bit it helps. We all join together and help out here and there, every country, worldwide, every, this leads to a better life. That's top stories number one, number two, number three, this is probably going to be a, no, it's a different one. What should be Japan's future energy mix? Hmm, this is going to be a very exciting one, I'm just about falling off my chair already. 
Koji Nomura, professor at Keio Economic Observatory, spoke with Yamuri Shimbun about the balance of overall mix of power sources. Ah, uh, no, not going to get into this, guys. It's, it's important that we have renewable and reusable resources, especially when it comes to energy. But this is just a really, really huge Q&A with some professor about the, the mix. And we don't really need to think about this too much. It's a pretty simple thing. Solar wind, thermal, geothermal, and maybe oceanic. It's a pretty simple way to power our planet. We don't need nuclear, we don't need coal, we don't need fossil fuels. We can just do it this way. I don't want to stir up anything there, and that's the Japan news today, and sorry for the downer on that. I think the only way we could probably make that better is, is there anything funny in here? Um, no. No, that's it. That's it for the Japan news. I'm gonna go to a short commercial break to our good friends over at the Big Rig Mig Hot Wax with a, a shout out from one of their happy customers and then come back with the Japan word of the day. Stay tuned and I'll be back shortly. Hi, my name is June. I'm from Connecticut in the US. I always use Big Rig Mig Hot Wax in those hard to reach places because damn it feels good on my taint and I just don't know what else can get in there and get in there so deep and make it so clean and fresh and tasty. My husband likes it, the boys down the road likes it, and Rick Lopez approved it, and it's my go-to product every time of the week when I need to get in there for a deep, clean, taint clean. Big Rig Mig Hot Wax, the go-to product for me and my family. I love you boys. Kisses from Connecticut. And we're back after that short commercial break, guys. Thank you very much for the guys at the Big Rig Mig Hot Wax for your box of lovely hot wax. And thank you very much for that lovely lady over there in the US who did a review on it. I'm happy that she's happy. And yeah, stay tuned for more Big Rig Mig Hot Wax here at Tokyo Munchies. Anyway, so it's time for the Japan word of the day. And today we're going to use the word ame. 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 So it's spelled A M E. So you got to know your Japanese vowel sounds, guys. A, E, U, E, O. So pronunciation for ame. So you'd be tempted to pronounce it as Amy, but it's not. It's, it's Japanese, so it's ame, ame. Ame is an interesting word. It depends on the character, the, kan, the kanji character. So ame can be used for two things. Actually, probably more. I'll have to research that, but I know definitely two. Number one, which is important for Tokyo Munchies, ame is a way to say candy in Japanese. So if you want to say candy in Japanese, you say ame. And you can, if you want to say I like candy, you can say ame skides. Or if you want to say I love candy, ame daiskides. So ame. Ame is the first use of the word. First, I said candy is the first use of the word in ame. And then another use, which is really important because we talk about this every single podcast, is rain. If you want to say rain in Japanese, it's ame. And the kanji is totally different. If you look at the kanji, it's actually really, really unique. It's really cool. It looks a little bit like a window with raindrops on it. So it's like a rectangle with a line going through the middle. And the top part of the rectangle is two little dashes and the bottom part is two little dashes. So it looks exactly like a window with raindrops on it. So that's an easy way to learn kanji. Just think about it as a pictograph is what they originally came from. <clears throat> they came from pictures which metamorphosize into words. 
<clears throat> so that's the Japanese word of the day, ame. Um, ame, we can, we'll probably link this into the next word for next week. Ame and tanky. Tanky is weather, but we'll just focus on one word per podcast. So today it's ame. So if you want to say today it's raining in Japanese, you can say, oh, kyo wa ame desu ne. Or kyo wa ame da yo. Or kyo wa ame da sho. That means today it's raining. Or if you want to make that into a question form, you can say, kyo wa ame desu ka? Kyo wa ame desu ka? That means, today is it ra- going to rain? Kyo wa, today. Is it going to rain? Kyo wa, today. Is it going to rain? Ami desu ka? Desu ka is always your question form. Ka desu ka? So that's the Japanese word of the day. So we're going to wrap this podcast up, I think, with one more touch on the Tokyo Munchies, and then we'll do our shout-outs, and then we'll be back next week, guys, with another Tokyo Munchies podcast. We'll transition now with some frisky tunes. We'll find what we have available, and we'll be back after that short transition with the Tokyo Munchies final touch. Have a great one, and see you after this short jingle. And to wrap up the last part of the Tokyo Munchies podcast, guys, we're going to go back and touch Tokyo Munchies. So we're going to touch on the Munchies again. And we're going to have a quick look in the shop and see what's going on. Because today is Wasabi Wednesday. Every single Wednesday we celebrate all things Wasabi. We're going to hunt down some new Wasabi stuff, though, because we've only got three items in the shop right now. But I have been noticing there's some new wasabi chips coming out. I saw some from, I think it was Calbee. So I'll hunt those down and put them up in the shop of the Yamanoshi wasabi beef chips. And yeah, just dig around. Um, question time, guys. Are you interested in authentic Japanese snacks like senbei or dried eel or dried sh- uh, ika? Dried ika? That'd be dried squid. Are you interested in authentic Japanese snacks because I'm thinking about putting some up in the shop because I think they're pretty cool and they're damn tasty and I eat a lot of them every day. So I'm going to get that up on the shop though but let's go through because it's Wasabi Wednesday. Wasabi Wednesday we have three things for you. We always offer you every single Wasabi Wednesday and all of them are Rick Lopez approved. Officially tasted by Rick Lopez of the Critical Thinking Podcast over in Houston, Texas. So fear not my friends, everything is approved by Rick Lopez. I actually sent him a tube of wasabi, and he's very, very happy. He's a very, very happy camper. And hello, Rick. Say hello back. Leave me a voice message. Love your work, mate. Good work. Thumbs up. So, on the wasabi products from Tokyo Munchies, we have the premium Omaibo wasabi steak, which is awesome. I seriously cannot stop eating of these. I forgot. I, I said to you guys last week I was going to put one of these on a piece of bread, on a piece of toast cover it in cheese and then smear it with wasabi and then eat it I forgot to do that so I'll try to remember to do that tonight and I'll try to remember to get some pictures up and put them up on Instagram and on Twitter so jump on Tokyo Munchies on Instagram and jump on Tokyo Munchies on Twitter and on our Facebook to stay up to date with pictures and some random stuff that happens here because everything is strange and everything happens randomly and that's the way that's why we love life for so, my number one pick for the wasabi, it's got to be the wasabi premium steak on my bowl because it's just so damn good. It's bigger than the normal on my bowl, it's thicker than a normal on my bowl, and it's premium quality taste, so you really get that strong tangy wasabi hit, and you really get that awesome steak flavor coming through. It's one of those things if you're sitting down watching a movie, 
you just you just chain eat them. You just non-stop munching them like you're a munching maniac. You just munch, munch, munch. Open the next one. Munch, munch, munch. Good, really good value. I wouldn't recommend it for the kids though, because it has got a bit of a tang. But if your kids like something spicy, yeah, give them a wasabi steak or maple and see how they go. You never know until you have a go, as we say down under. Um, next up is the famous, and I've only had a couple of people order these, and I've got mixed reviews from the people that did order them. It's a wasabi Kit Kats, and wasabi Kit Kats are exactly what they are. They're a white chocolate Kit Kat, which is infused with wasabi powder, and I think they actually infuse the wafer with wasabi powder too. So you're getting that nice creamy white chocolate, but you're getting that zing zing zing, that tang 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 from the wasabi. Which is really good, it's... I like my chocolate unique. I, I love normal chocolate, but I like something with a little bit of zest. Something a little bit different. And that is in a box, a nice fancy box. It's 12 mini Kit Kats, 12 box, 12 piece box. And it's officially approved by Rick Lopez. There's a stamp on the box. You can see that in the shop. Number... number one. Now if you want to, if you want to save time guys, if you want to save time, go to the Wasabi Wednesday Wasabi Pack. You get the wasabi Kit Kats, you get the wasabi steak premium amiibo, and you get a pack of wasabi beef chips. So wasabi beef chips. So you're getting your wasabi crunchies, you're getting your wasabi snacks, and you're getting your wasabi chocolate all in one pack. And it's $19.99 US. Let me just jump into the shop a little bit. Oh, and, it's, and it's free shipping too. So 20 bucks guys. 20 bucks. You can get the wasabi pack, free shipping anywhere in the world. Anywhere. If you order today, I ship it tomorrow. And it's it's quality, and it's Rick Lopez approved. So that is pretty much the one, two, three for the Tokyo Munchies today. We've got the Tokyo Munchies Munchie pack up there in the top row. I just sent out a special flavor, special favor, special gift to my repeat customers. Um, if you're a repeat customer for Tokyo Munchies, check your inbox or check your spam folder. It might have gone over there. I just sent you over a nice little discount code on the Munchies pack. So jump on that and use it anytime you want. You can give it to a friend even and they can use it. It's okay. It's not a problem. Share the love. That's what we do at Tokyo Munchies. Um, yeah, and we've got bulk packs on this top line here. The Omaibo 100 mix pack. That's 20 bucks. You get 100 Omaibo for 20 bucks. That's... You can't top that. That's damn good value. Um, the Tahato Spicy Rings, the Tyrant Habanero Spicy Rings. We've got a 10 pack of them going for $15.99. Jump over there and have a look at that. Uh, we've still got a few of those Coca-Cola bottles left. The Secura Spring 2018 design. So if you're a Coke fan or a Coke fanatic and you like to connect, collect sorry, Coke merchandise, yeah, grab one of those because there's only a few of them left in the shop. Oh, I've got to clean that up, sorry. I've got a few things on the shop here which are out of stock. I have to clean them up. I'm still deleting all the chocolate, so don't get too excited if you jump on there and see some chocolate. Because you might not be able to get it, but if you do, uh, I'll send you an email or a message via the shop and explain what's going on. And explain that it is toasty right now, so there is a chance that your chocolate will be melted before you get it. So I think that should do for episode number 24 of the Tokyo Munchies podcast. It's been a long and interesting journey as episode 23 was. I think episode 25 is going to make it more special because it's a quarter. It's a quarter of a century. It's, it's, it's a quarter of the way there to 100. And that's exciting. 
So they end up here. So shout outs to our good friends out there around the world. Shout out to the Critical Thinking Podcast.com. Miguel, Rick, Sean, Kyle, and Josh. Love your guys' work. You guys are really going for gold right now. I think you just interviewed Steve Orlando and the writer Gray, the guy who did the Sharknado videos, the brains behind that. These guys are going hell for leather, getting some really good crew up on their um, podcast. They, they interviewed Monk Universe, which is a really rad hip hop band out from Houston, out from Texas. So, guys, if you want some really entertaining stuff to listen to, jump on the Critical Thinking Podcast.com. Say hello, to, say good day to Miguel for me. Say good day to Rick. Say, Rick, I love your work. Rick Lopez approved. Sean, he's a nice young man. He's very friendly. Kyle, he's an enigma wrapped in a puzzle, shrouded in mystery, but he's a he's a cool dude. Uh, Josh, he's in there, in like Flynn. They're good lads, so have a listen to that podcast. Um, if you want to learn Japanese, the fun, friendly, and easy way, jump over to the Manga Sensei. Say good day to Johnny there. Johnny has the Manga Sensei 30-day challenge where... It'll challenge you to learn the easy Japanese within 30 days. Jump, jump on there and try the 30-day challenge. Tell Johnny what you think and come over here and speak to me in Japanese on this podcast. Leave me a voice message or hit me up live while we're recording one day and speak to me in Japanese because I want to hear your Nohongo Shabaru. Oh, Nohongo Pera Pera? That's a good Nohongo Jose just net. So, and um, shout out to my good friend Craig Hoffman on Twitter with his Definitely Not a Podcast YouTube video. Um, you can follow Craig at CraigHoffman11 on Twitter. He has an audiobook that, sorry, not an audiobook. He has an ebook he's just released. Craig's a very interesting fellow. He has a very in depth and different take on what life is like living in Japan. He's a social media guru. He's always pumping out lots of great content. Go follow Craig Hoffman at CraigHoffman11 on Twitter. Lovely dude. He's very, very nice. Uh, shout out to our good friends, the Rebel Radio Podcast. They are releasing their episode 100. I think they just recorded it and in the process of editing it right now. That'll be released this week sometime. So tune in to the Rebel Radio Podcast. They have some really interesting uh, in-depth looks at movies and geek culture and stuff like that. And they do a really cool podcast which is focused on a different movie each week. And they've done like Die Hard and they've done a lot of the really old movies like Back to the Future and a lot of the classics. And I think obviously because they're called the Rebel Radio Podcast, they did a Star Wars theme one, which is going to be fantastic for their 100th episode. Go follow those guys, have a listen. Um, also shout out to our good friends, the, the Real Japan. The Real Japan, just been connecting with them a little bit. Those guys are super nice. Go check them out. Find out about traveling Japan. Find out about Japanese food, Japanese culture from those guys too. And that's pretty much all of it. So thank you guys for listening to episode number 24. We'll be back next week, same time, same Tokyo Munchies channel. Releasing podcasts every Wednesday. This is Tokyo Munchies signing off. And as always, if you've got the munchies, we've got the munchies. Tokyo Munchies.tickdale.com